Research published in the New York Times says there's a need for global promotion of breastfeeding as a huge preventative against RSV illnesses that we've heard a lot about over the winter. The research was led by consultant neonatologist Professor Roy Phillip of UL Hospitals Group, who's an old friend of ours here, and he joins me on the line now. Good morning to you, Roy. Good morning, Joe. So this is really interesting research, probably something that you knew anecdotally from your work in the area, but at the same time. Hello? Yes, so tell us about it. Yeah, now, Joe, it's, for a while we were looking at uh, the impact of breastfeeding for various benefits it is offering to newborn infants. And we know that it is useful, and all over the world there is a significant movement to optimize breastfeeding rate. Unfortunately, due to multiple reasons, Irish breastfeeding rate in general is not great. And we have to acknowledge it and work on that. What we have done recently is, and got actually in fact published in the BMJ Global Health, looking at the value of breastfeeding for preventing a viral infection which is very common for infants, particularly called RSV bronchiolitis. Um, We may not know or talk much during the summer months, but the minute the winter hits, the the infants and babies are getting admitted to the regional and often requiring high-dependency care with this particular virus, against which up to now we don't have any vaccine effectively we can give it to infants or children. There are various products in the pipeline, but not yet available, apart from a particular preparation for some high-risk infants. There, is there a value of breastfeeding uh, protecting, to some extent, the severity of this infection? So we looked at uh, evidence uh, or the research published over the last 20 years globally, and what we found is an exclusive breastfeeding of four to six months significantly reduced the chance of severe RSV infection and getting admission and prolonged length of stay and uh, intensive care treatment for the babies. That doesn't mean that we can prevent all of that. However, this low-cost, what I call nowadays is the most green form of feeding for the babies, would be worth considering by every mom uh, to be optimizing the nutrition of the baby but in addition to that, the immunological benefit the baby is going to get from the vaccine. And and this is alongside the other benefits of breastfeeding that have been highlighted over decades. Absolutely. We know so many benefits of breastfeeding, both for the mother and for the infant. From a maternal side, if we look, it is preventing various forms of cancers. It is actually helping the weight gain, which has often happened during pregnancy, to be optimized and coming down nicely during the postpartum period. It may have various other infant benefits, such as prevention of uh, obesity for children, which is actually becoming a major issue in developed countries uh, during childhood obesity, and multiple other respiratory and and intestinal protection which the which the breast milk is offering but in addition to all what we know up to now 
This is the first time in 20 years there is a systematic review analyzing the benefit of breastfeeding, specifically looking at the prevention or the potential to prevent severity of RSV infection, to which we do not have a specific protective mechanism or a specific treatment mechanism up to now. Yeah, we're chatting to consultant Professor Roy Phillip of UL Hospitals Group. And even locally, the research shows that mothers are beginning breastfeeding in the hospital, but it often falls off once they're discharged from hospital. This is the most important area, I think, as a society and community we have to concentrate on. the mothers always want the best for their infants, and there is no doubt about it. And there is a significant improvement in the breastfeeding rate with more mothers interested to breastfeed, initially starting the breastfeeding. What we need is to support them, support them at the right time, at the right fashion so that they will continue to breastfeed. What is happening in Ireland is we we talk about breastfeeding and the value of it, but when it comes to the support offered to women who are interested to breastfeed and committed to breastfeed, that has to be significantly improved. Well, yes, because, you know, breastfeeding is not always something that just happens. It, it, it can need practical support, can't it, for a woman in hospital and then when she leaves. And there are some people who, for entirely legitimate reasons, aren't in a position to breastfeed. 100%. What you said is absolutely correct. I am not saying that it is easy, it is without any effort, and it is time-consuming. It needs a significant amount of effort from the whole family for the, whole, the breastfeeding to be successful. However, we need significant more investment as a society to support women to breastfeed, not only to initiate the breastfeeding, but to sustain the breastfeeding. Mm. So that needs support from lactation consultants. That means appropriate support from public health. All various elements of support have all to be coordinated so that we have a national interest to optimize the breastfeeding. And the other point is the emotional one, that, you know, if for whatever reason um, breastfeeding isn't working out for a mother, it it can be tremendously difficult for them emotionally. It is, because they, they have lots of stresses already. And on the top of that, uh, we are uh, saying, oh, look, you are not breastfeeding. So it is not at all a criticism. It amounts to a lot of stress. And for, for other practical reasons, there would be women who cannot breastfeed or insufficient. I am not talking about any of that. But those who are able to breastfeed, interested to breastfeed, we have to remove our national uh, taboo which is happening at the moment. We are one of the worst in the world when it comes to the average breastfeeding rate. It's interesting you use that word taboo. Would you go that far? No, no, what I'm saying is the other way around. We should should remove any feeling of taboo. No, that's that's what I'm saying. There's still some of that existing in our society is what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, we have to acknowledge there are cultural reasons, there are historical reasons where why breastfeeding remained low. Whereas now when the world is moving towards 85 to 90 to 95% of breastfeeding in other developed European countries, what it shows is given the right support, 
there there would be or there will be an improvement in breastfeeding we have already shown that uh, through our previous research in limerick area where the rate of initiation used to be 40 to 45% now it is in the mid 60s so that means there is already an improvement that means if we support them more there would be more benefit in this all right. Well, listen, thank you very much. Really interesting to hear that new research that you were involved in leading. Consultant neonatologist Professor Roy Phillip of the UL Hospitals Group in that research published uh, among uh, other publications in the New York Times uh, and saying that uh, breastfeeding can help protect against RSV illnesses in infants, something that we heard quite a bit about RSV in general over this winter um, coming out of the pandemic and all the other things that we discussed previously. Professor Philip, thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett on Live 